Hey, Seattle hockey fans, happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Again, we are in our off-season mode, so we're coming to you three times a week. So we didn't have a Monday show. We'll have a Tuesday show. Uh, I'll get into, we're going to hear from Seattle Kraken players this week. I'll let you know who has media availability. We're going to talk about the hockey headlines, what's Kraken, and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey to the hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Again, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Erica Elayala, your host here of Locked on Kraken. And remember, we're using a new ticker um, act activation if you are watching on YouTube. And this is a great time to remind you to subscribe to YouTube. I told you in the open, in the teaser, that we're going to have some player interviews. So if you want to see those in full, more than what you hear or see on the episodes that we try to keep at 30 minutes, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Kraken. That's a way to help monetize this show, but also... It uh, will make sure you don't miss any of the action. Okay, we're going to start with our hockey headlines, and we're going to take it to the international competition. The uh, Helinka Gretzky Cup is happening right now. The, the USA U18 team fell to Finland 4-1 to the other day, yesterday, Monday, August 1st. Tomorrow they'll play Szczesnia, or the Czech Republic, in the closing of the preliminary round. So they suffered their first loss. That was to Finland, but are looking to bounce back tomorrow. You can watch that on NHL.com. Speaking of NHL.com, they are going to continue with their World Junior coverage. Now, the World Juniors was postponed because of COVID. Our guy, Maddie Beneers, was at that tournament. It's sounding very unlikely that Maddie Beneers or quite frankly, anyone else from the Seattle Kraken roster will head to that tournament. Um, but we shall see who represents their country come uh, later this month in August is when that is being rescheduled. You can also find those games on NHL.com. I'll keep you up to date when it comes to that. A few others that we have to talk about. Uh, John Klingberg, not coming to Seattle, but will be in the Pacific Division. He signed a one-year contract with the Anaheim Ducks. So now, defensively speaking, that's something that the Seattle Kraken are going to have to handle. Uh, as far as uh, other free agents, Nazem Kadri still not signed for the 2022-23 season. I keep hearing one team in particular, and that is... The New York Islanders. 
over with our guy Gil Martin. So we'll see. I know he and I talked very briefly about that. There's a lot of cap concerns, and it's part of the reason why Kadri just in general hasn't signed. Word on the street is there's a few teams, but he's looking for them to clear cap space. But that's going to have to happen pretty soon. We're going to get to our What's Cracking segment here shortly. But before we do that, um, I want to... Um, talk about something regarding it's somewhat Seattle Kraken adjacent by way of Maddie Beneers, but reporting that there is an investigation happening in Michigan's men's hockey uh, head coach, Mel Pearson accused of uh, berating staff, misleading roots and retaliating against team captain. That is unfortunate news, especially as I have talked about on this show before. We have the ongoing investigation with Hockey Canada. Um, this is um, unfortunate and something that I really hope we snuff out in hockey soon. You will see from this reporting by a former guest of the podcast, and that is the one and only Katie Strang. So you can read this at The Athletic. But this was. Um, an investigation or a report about the investigation done by a third party, Wilmer Hale. Now there are some pieces, and again, you'll have to read the full story. Um, so there, there is an assistant coach um, who was alleging some things, including retaliation. Um, and so that report by Wilmer Hale, um, it did not find any explicit retaliation, but it did talk about um, multiple, quote, we identified multiple instances in which team leadership acted unprofessionally, especially in interactions with female staff members and in treatment of student athletes. So uh, this is a little bit of a, a detailed summary here. And then if you head over to Sarah Sivian, who is one of the hosts of Too Many Men, um, she she pointed out something in another article by The Athletic um, about Jack LaFontaine, who left Michigan. And this is the quote. Let me pull it up for those watching on YouTube, but I'll read it as well in case you're listening on audio. Always love having you on audio as well. But the quote is, this is from... Um, Again, Jack LaFontaine, it's been, quote, it's been comical reading, or excuse me, this is by Kane's development goalie coach um, about um, Jack LaFontaine, the goalie coach, Jason Muzzati, uh, quote, so this is Jason Muzzati, quote, it's been comical reading some of the backlash, Muzzati says, quite frankly, there's a lot of people pissed all the college, all of these college coaches, it's like Crimea River. How about we talk about what these college coaches are doing to kids in hockey? They overcommit. A lot of schools have seven spots and offer 14 kids. Then they just weed them out. Some schools would just cut a bunch of guys for no reason. They've made it sound like us signing LaFontaine was the greatest offense ever, but these guys are looking out for themselves. I don't think they look out for the kids enough, quite honestly. I played college hockey too, and it was a great experience, but let's not kid ourselves here. Very interesting, and I appreciate Sarah bringing that to the limelight here because, um, my goodness, just a hot mess here, and unfortunately, 
a story that we see not just at places like Michigan, um, but we've heard things to this nature before. So that's some hockey headlines, but we're going to come up next uh, with what's cracking some Seattle Kraken specific news in this off season. But right now I want to tell you about our friends at bet online, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way, way to check all your betting needs. You can find your favorite sports and events, and it is your number one source for odds, line, lines, and other games regarding your favorite sports. You can find major league baseball, of course, NHL, NBA, combat sports, esports, and yeah, even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information, live game betting, scores, podcasts, uh, future bets. We talk about a lot here on Locked on Kraken. So head to betonline.net today. You can use your mobile device, your laptop, tablet, whatever you got, and learn more about the action happening. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, hockey fans, we ended that last segment with a heavy hitter. Again, there's a lot going on with hockey culture, and it's not all good. But you know what? That doesn't mean that we don't talk about it. So, um, you know, I I think it's tough, but I, I, I know we got to talk about it. But like I said, we're going to get to our what's Kraken segment. Now, this, of course, is Seattle Kraken specific or adjacent news and let's start with the adjacent news you know if you are a longtime listener that i come from the women's hockey space and so the rivalry series speaking of hockey canada ooh, they're having some troubles and woes but rightfully so they need to really um get that sorted out anyway the rivalry series the best rivalry arguably in all of sports comes in women's hockey, United States versus Canada. The rivalry series is coming to climate pledge arena. This is November 20th coming right off the heels, if you will, of the hockey hall of fame induction. We'll talk about that when the time comes, this game presented by Symmetra will be the final of the 2022 USA women's hockey rivalry series. Um, so we'll see uh, what that means for either if there are going to be some other games announced or probably we'll hear about the rest of the tour for 2023. I love this. There will be multiple opportunities for fans and youth hockey players to engage with teams leading up to the game, including open practices, meet and greets, girls and women's skills clinic. Check back for more information. And if you, like my good man Jeff, listen to my other hockey podcast, the Founding Four podcast, then you'll hear us um, in an upcoming episode. We talk about what's happening right now in Buffalo, the women's um, uh, the women's tournament where they basically get their a lot of their higher ends or older youth groups and some of the senior national team they get them there and will start to pick the rosters for 2022-23 season so we should have some announcements danny cameronese danny cam as she's retired will we see other members of that beijing 2022 silver medal team retire on the u.s side on the canada side you've got marie philippe poulain who is just golden all over. Um, I'm not sure we're going to see MPP retire anytime soon, but will we see Hockey Canada retirements? Only time will tell. We'll 
definitely talk a little bit more about that. Okay, I want to take you to another really cool article that I appreciated. Always love an article that's you with uh, some graphics here. I am not good at the graphics, but I love looking at them. And so stick taps to those who can incorporate them. But look at this graphic here. This is from TSN, excuse me, Travis Yost in particular, talking about, um, let's go to the headline, grading every NHL team's left wing depth depth and look at this we are in the company with the florida panthers the st louis blues and that's us right there so the argument being made here is that yeah we're pretty good at left wing and who does that include oh you know some guy that we just re-signed thank goodness uh maddie Beniers, but also now york strand Jared McCann and Jaden Schwartz. That sounds pretty stacked. Let's keep them all healthy, of course, and see what they can do. I absolutely love it. Go check that out. It will be in the show notes for you. But I think the line combos for this team are going to be really interesting. Jared McCann, we know, has played some center, pushing him over. We signed him, obviously, and extended his contract pretty early on. We knew he wanted to keep him. So it's someone that we're expecting a lot out of. I'm very curious to see what Jared McCann can do. Jaden Swartz, great leadership for us. Unfortunately, was in and out of the roster, especially at the end of the season, dealing with um, a hand injury. So we'll see what happens there. Oliver Bjorkstrand, in case you missed it, we had Jay, the host of the of Locked on Blue Jackets. We had a two-parter with Jay. Talking about how Bjorkstrand had 28 points for Columbus last season. Looks to be a 30-point scorer. A lot of people saying that can be a 30-point scorer for this Seattle Kraken team. The good, the the depths of the sea know that we need a 30-point scorer for sure. We'll take it. We'll we'll take it for sure. Or 30 goal scorer. I said points. Excuse me. He had 28 goals. We're looking for 30 goals this coming season. And Oliver Bjorkstrand will be one of the players that we will hear from at media availability. It will be Bjorkstrand, Martin Jones, and then Michael Kempney as well. So we're going to hear from some Seattle hockey players this uh, this week, which means that once again, if you're not subscribed to Locked on Kraken, wherever you listen audio, or if you're not subscribed on YouTube, you should go ahead and do that now. Set your notifications. So anytime that we go live with a new episode, you know, you're up to date. You're not missing anything. Also make sure that you're following Locked on Kraken. I have been teasing and we're not exactly ready to talk about this yet, but I want to know if you could rewatch any Seattle Kraken game from last season, what game would you watch? We've already got some great ones. Uh, you know, the the shutout win, of course. Maddie Beneers' first home game at Climate Pledge Arena. Um, so what is your favorite game? That'll be our question of the day. You can write your response in the comments or at 
locked on Kraken, just send us a message. We um, are almost ready to announce, but I should have a pretty cool activation. I'm hoping that we can do some rewatches, but we might have to wait till the regular season or at least preseason to do some watch parties. And these will be watch parties that we can do virtually or online. And so hopefully they'll be accessible, but um, we'll talk about that more. Just want to give put that out there, but let me know if you could rewatch any uh, Seattle cracking game from last season, which would you pick? And let me know why. And we'll talk about that coming up next on locked on Kraken. I actually want to take you back over to Allison Lucan who talked on locked on flyers. Apparently locked on flyers is a top show in Brazil. So, um, felicidades on that. Obrigada for all of those listening in Brazil. Um, anyway, um, I want to take you back to that conversation that she had on Lockdown Flyers, not specific to us, but first of all, Allison Lucan, one of us, one of us, and we always hold fast and stay true. Um, anyway, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about George, Joe Tortorella. I do think that there will be a fine comb and a lot of scrutiny on Dave Haxtell. This is a better roster. Everyone believes so. Now how do we make that happen when it comes to wins? I know I've been saying let's be a 500 team or better, but you know we have to we have to get there eventually if we want to as my biggest bold prediction, if we want to beat Las Vegas to the first Stanley Cup uh, between the latest two expansion teams, of course, um, we have to get to 500. I, I like the edit that we've seen from some comments, especially on YouTube. All right, let's aim for 500 at home. What will that take? We're going to start talking about that. So month by month, we're going to break down the Seattle Kraken schedule. I want to know what games are you excited to go to? I certainly have some circled, but we are getting close to time. We're obviously just over uh, or just under two months, I should say, from Seattle Kraken hockey. That's, of course, in development. We'll get another kind of development camp. We'll get preseason uh, or we'll get training camp. We'll get preseason. So we're going to talk about all of that. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to take you over to Allison Lucan's conversation with the group Russ and Rachel from Locked on Flyers. So we know from the draft, obviously, that the Seattle Kraken picked at number four, the Flyers picked at number five, very close to each other in the standings. And, you know, you covered the Kraken and our former head coach, Dave Haxtall for this past season. And so there are some similarities there in terms of ability and expectation. So just covering a team like the Kraken, how do you pick out like the good things and what do you look for in order to look for positive steps forward? Yes. And, you know, again, we can tack on there some, some rough years in Columbus, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, for me, honestly, it, it's actually when teams are struggling that the more interesting stories can come out because we're saying, why isn't this working? What could work? What would we like to explore instead? Um, it certainly is very easy and fun to write about a good team, but I think it's um, exploring the journey and the whys. Um, this is a lot of how even, you know, I work primarily in an analytics focus, 
this is how a lot of the analytics came to be in hockey was it was out of Edmonton fans frustrated with their team saying, we need to figure out what's going on. And they started to figure out a lot of the foundational things we do today. So I, you know, I think, and I think the other thing is, you know, it, and it's, again, this is where I, I do empathize with Flyers fans is coming to find a plan, right? It's easier to believe in a plan and understand where a window is that that's a little bit of a struggle right now. And, and I, I empathize with that, but you know, Here's the thing at the end of the day that sometimes when things get too much in a lot of walks of life, the past two and a half years have been intense. And uh, at some point, although I know it's hard, we're, we should just at some on some level take a breath and say we should just be happy we have hockey back. Right. Um, and it is yes. a sport and it's it's emotional and we're connected to it. And it means things to us. But this is entertainment. Um, and as hard as it can be and as real as I know emotions can be, I'm certainly not discounting that. Um, when you're in the middle of a rough season, maybe you just find a way to laugh or maybe you find a way to change the perspective or you have a funny joke. I remember I, one year in the Blue Jackets, I, I said that the the theme song for the year was Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, right? Like you just have to find a way to, to get through and maybe try and find, although I know it's hard because I appreciate how passionate Flyers fans are, um, maybe try and find a little bit of perspective if you can. Yeah. So I was watching the uh, Seattle table when the, um, the possibility of Shane Wright going to the team was on the board and there was a lot of discussion and I knew they were going to take him, but I just kind of felt like maybe some of that discussion was they felt like they got a gift. Cause I feel like they got a gift. Uh, I don't believe any of those reports about some of the interviews and Teams being taken aback because he had too much confidence. That I, I've spoken to the guy for a while just by my on my own and was very impressed. So I think they got somebody really good, and I think this was a big break for them in the draft. Honestly, I feel. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And you know, I think when you talk about the talk at the table, I mean, really, does any team in the first round really need to use their entirety of their minutes? No, they all just sit there and grandstand and perform like it's, it's kind right. of ridiculous. But um, no, it's a huge gift. And as we all know, um, to draft and develop now, hopefully two top tier centers in Maddie Beneers and Shane Wright is yeah. an incredible gift. Um, and I'm with you, Russ, you know, I didn't hear as much. We heard, but I didn't agree with, as you said, a lot of the it was the interview or it was this or it was that, you know, uh, Ron, Ron Francis is on record saying that they had an inkling that this is how the picks were going to go going into Thursday night, mm -hmm. whether, whether people choose to believe that, I don't know, but people I have spoken to and as much as I can, cause I, I did, I was like, what, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? What's the problem? <laughs> and, and, you know, really a, a lot of people I've talked to who I really, really trust. Everyone has just said, it was just the different picks. There's, there's mm -hmm. not a problem. This is a yeah. And Ron, Ron's a good judge of character. He is yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, this is just an incredible bounce for the Kraken. I mean, I, I never in a mil, I would have been thrilled to see the Kraken get Cooley. Right, that was my hope was that sure. maybe he would still be around. But um, it, it was an incredulous, incredulous moment. And I think it's, it's right for Kraken faithful to be really excited. Now we're. There's a ton that was very of punny of you. I appreciate that. <laughs> there's, you know, there's a ton of hockey knowledge in the Pacific Northwest, but not necessarily always NHL knowledge. So we now in a little bit have to temper expectations, right? Because we've, we've seen players who come with such promise 
Um, and both Maddie and Shane are going to take a little bit to develop. This is an 82-game right. season, particularly after the path that Shane has had to take with suspended seasons. And, and even Maddie. Yeah, Maddie I'm not worried about. He, he's yeah. he's going to come ready. in and do great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shane will take a little while, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think it's I, th- I think it's it's a really exciting, fortuitous bounce for the Kraken. One other thing, though, um, their second pick, uh, Jagger Furkus. Jagger Ferkus. We talked about him on this team on this show we, because we I did. like because I, I I like him and oh. I didn't want to see teams sort of chicken out because he's you know five eight one hundred fifty five pounds. I wanted someone to say, hey, this guy's got an amazing shot and he's got a great motor and he knows how to play the game of hockey. Let's just sort of be fearless here and take him. And you know, to me. Uh, Seattle was fearless because they took him with the first pick. If they had taken it with the second one, I'd be like, all right, you had two second round picks. You figure you take a swing at this one. They took him at the first one because they did. They were worried he might not be on the board. And I, I liked it. And the kid's engaging. He really is. Oh, he's. And, you know, to your point, I mean, so much of this draft class that we got to talk to. Ron, Ron found guys with character, with personality. These are not your standard prospect interviews right. where you're kind of like pulling things out. A uh, Fergus, uh, for those who don't know, you know, his nickname is Fergus Circus. Um, and he comes as advertised. You know, I think, and, and Russ, you probably already know this, but you know, he's, he's a little small right now. He's going oh, yeah. to put on some weight. Um, but he was, and again, it's dev camp, so you're playing against other prospects. But the ability to see the ice, the ability to be creative and his offensive skill, this is one of those players where, you know, we always like to say the puck follows him. Yep. Right. And and he is, if he can, if he can get us to a size that allows him to to play in the NHL, I, this is an exciting player. I really like him. Yep. So given all of that, what are the expectations for the Kraken for this upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's funny, I completely switch coast, but it's still a similar story in that, you know, <laughs> the division has a lot to do with it, right? I mean, even in the Metro, when the Flyers have been really strong, it's still such a tough division to, to get into the postseason. And a lot of what's happening in the Pacific dictates the Kraken's path. I think they're still building. I think that they're definitely going to be a better team than last year. Um, so much going on outside of the rink and outside of the team that we all faced but among a group of people who were literally working together for the first time. Um, And, you know, I don't think that the goaltending continues to uh, flail as much as it did in the first season. So, you know, and I think that for the Seattle fans, that's going to be acceptable to understand this is a plan. This is a path. As long as there's incremental growth, Mm -hmm. I think there's, you know, a two, three, four window year window here that is rightly, going to be accepted by the fan base and i'm telling you these fans in seattle if, if for any flyers fans come out there were a ton of you out there last year but it's a great arena and our, our fans in seattle are just shocking in terms of the depth and the level of their commitment to their teams and that made it really special so again as long as there can be some little baby steps here and there i think that it's it's improvement is the expectation for this coming season Absolutely. And I would highly recommend if you have a chance to watch Kraken games on the Kraken broadcast, Allison is absolutely tremendous, really brings analytics home and explains it in a super accessible way. And uh, love, love, love watching those Kraken games with Allison in the studio. Well, thank you. You guys have always been such such great friends and supporters of my work. And I appreciate you so much for having me on here. And thank you for those kind words. Um, where can people find you out there? 
Yep, you can find um, all my writing is on the Kraken website. They were kind enough to actually, under the news, there's an analytics with Allison section, and that's where most of my stuff falls. Um, and you can find me online on Twitter at Allison L. And everything I'm doing uh, comes through there, as well as my podcast that I do with Shana Goldman and Sarah Sivian called Too Many Men. You can find that on Twitter at two underscore much underscore man. Awesome. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank Thanks. you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed the rest of that conversation with Allison Lucan as she joined Locked on Flyers. You know I love a strong crossover, so I love when Seattle Kraken folks are talking hockey elsewhere. We definitely are going to do some more squad casts, so we have some coming up in our Pacific Division as well as elsewhere. But um, And, of course, stay tuned because the Firebirds, again, have we – it's Firebirds Friday, right? That's what we're going with. Anyway, we're gonna have more information about the Firebirds as it comes uh, as, as it comes up, and of course, mm, that slow reveal on the mascot. What I love is that at least we know that they absolutely have a mascot suit and are ready to roll with it. When and how they will reveal the full mascot, we're still waiting on. But I will keep you up to date. We might not do. Um, Every Friday, just one, because I am traveling a lot for my soccer schedule. If you like watching the NWSL on Paramount+, Plus, check it out. I am one of the broadcasters. But also because we don't always have Firebirds news. So we're going to keep that as a segment, and it will be used accordingly. But uh, I want to put this out there for your wellness tip of the day. And for those in the Pacific Northwest, I'm a little bit jealous because you probably have a pretty good handle on this. But being outside, being outdoors, uh, I'm spending some time and the next handful of, um, of podcasts will be from sunny Florida. And just getting outside, moving your body, and maybe doing some of your daily routine. We talk a lot about daily routine on Locked on Kraken. Doing some of that, but outside getting some of that vitamin D, some of the sun, uh, just beautiful, beautiful way to reset your mind, your spirit, your body. So I hope you have a chance to go outside. And hey, if you usually watch on YouTube, maybe just listen and take a walk. Or if you're listening on audio, do so while you're outside and just get some of that fresh nature feel. So that's my wellness tip of the day. I hope you are kind to yourself um, and to each other. And remember to hold fast and stay true. And always we say, let's go Kraken. And don't forget, this week we're going to be hearing from some of our new Kraken players. So you're not going to want to miss it. I'll catch you tomorrow.